0: Is taken from John chapter 3, verses 1 to 16. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that we are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things, and you do not believe, How can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thank you, Choir, for the wonderful praise. Last week I had a, a visitation uh, to one of our uh, church members. And she told me uh, this, uh, you know, Reverend, I, before I tried to fit uh, God to my uh, life and I realized that she said uh, now I try to fit my life to God and that was a pretty profound uh, statement and you know being a Christian, what does that mean to be a Christian uh, being a Christian I realized that it's, it's not living a thoughtless life, life that is just full of activities, doing things. But Christian life is very much a reflective life. What am I doing and how is it connected to God? Uh, Whatever is happening in my life, uh, whatever emotion that I go through, you kind of reflect on it and then understand God better and your life better. I I think that's what Christian life is all about. Christian life is not just about doing good things or just full of activities. Christian life is very much reflective life. Uh, Spiritually, you reflect uh, your life in that way. I mean, uh, you're not necessarily a better person uh, than a non-Christian, but you continuously uh, reflect about uh, uh, what God wants to do, what God is doing in your life, and so that reflective uh, aspect of life is very much part of ingrained in Christian life and very much part of life. And then uh, I saw her living a true Christian life. Uh, she is truly uh, reflecting uh, I mean, she, she has a very, I mean, very humble, her life. She, she's uh, running a small business and then, but she's very happy because she's continuously reflecting uh, uh, whatever is happening in her life uh, with God. And, and then she found this kind of profound statement. that You know, I used to try to fit God into my life but now I realize that I should fit my life into God and uh, she has realized that secret and truth uh, about life. I think that's what Christian life is all about. You don't try to fit God into your life. You try to fit yourself uh, in God. That, that's what Christian life is. That's what, what it means to be born again. Being born again is simple. Living a Christian life is simple. Uh, you, used to, you, become, uh, you used to be the center and then you tried to even use God and uh, fit God into your life, but after you are born again, you truly understand uh, God's Spirit, you try to let God the center and you fit your life uh, into God. That's what it means to be born again. Born again does not become, does not make you a very totally different person. All of a sudden, like a fanatic, uh, oh, I'm born again and uh, you become totally different. I don't think that's what uh, being born again is. Being born again is reorientation of your thinking. You don't put yourself first anymore, you put God first. So that's a criteria, simple as that. So let us look at our life. Do I put God first or do I put myself first? And then can I really claim myself being a Christian when I put myself first? before God. Jesus taught us this uh, interesting irony, ironical truth. I mean, he he said a lot of ironical truth, but this is uh, what he said. The more you control your life, the more you lose control over your life. The more you try to find yourself, the more you lose yourself. Rather, if you lose yourself, uh, uh, figuratively speaking, then rather you'll find yourself. I think that's amazing truth. It's ironical ironic truth, but I think it's amazing truth. And then that's what I find in, in myself. I try to find myself more, and then the more I try to find myself, then I lose myself. Uh, but when I forget about myself, or rather I find myself, life is not in my control. That's simple as that. It's a fact life is not in my control. And that's what Jesus kept telling us. Uh, To Nicodemus, he said this about a person being born again, John 3, 8. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes to. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Character of being born of the Spirit. Jesus taught us the truth about life. You go out into the field and then you feel the wind. Oh, wind comes from the north. You hear the sound of it and you feel the direction uh, of the wind, but you do not control the direction of the wind. You cannot control it. We don't even, even try to control the direction of the wind. I wonder how many times we try to control the direction of the wind of our life. We are very, very clear about the fact that we cannot control the direction of the wind, but I'm not quite sure whether we are quite clear whether we can control the direction of the wind or not. And sometimes we try to control the wind of our life. I think that's an illusion. Trying to control uh, the direction of the wind of life, I think that is an illusion. The faster you wake up from that illusion, the faster uh, you'll find joy and freedom of life. I do believe that there are two orders in life. Two different kinds of order in life. I mean, order in life is good, but I think there are two different kinds of order. The order we bring, we bring to our life by controlling it, is very, very different from the order God brings to our life when we surrender ourselves to God. I think these are two different kinds of order. The order we create for ourselves is very rigid, limited, and sometimes uh, is suffocating. When we are younger, that order was okay because it uh, makes my life uh, safe, controllable. So it's okay, but as you become bigger and bigger, that order, Uh, become suffocating. Rather than uh, helping you feel safe, that really limits you. Uh, So you're not quite satisfied with that order that you create for yourself. The order that God brings to us is open, limitless, and liberating. Life is like this. First you start with order, and that order will be destroyed, and new order comes in. And soon that order will be destroyed, and another new order will come in. That's what life is. We cannot just choose one order of life and then just fit our life continuously until we die. Then there's no growth. There's no liberation. of life is always the old life perishes, disappears, crumbles down, and then you discover the new order. But the order we create is rigid. But the order God brings is open, limitless, and liberating. The order we create for ourselves Will be shattered when the hardships of life hits your life. But strangely, the order God brings to us, when the hardships of life hits our life, this order somehow, this order finds this life finds new shape. It gets molded in a different way, and find another new order. That contains our life. There are two words that uh, express the strength. One is hard, the other is resilient. I think the real strength of Christian life or spiritual life is rather resilience than hard. When something is hard, and then When the pressure hits it, for a while it uh, sustains it, but more pressure hits, hits it, it breaks. But resilience is like when the pressure hits you, it goes down, but comes back up again, goes down and comes back up again, never breaks. That's resilient power. I think Christian life or spiritual life and the strength of spiritual life is a strength of resilience. Life in the spirit, life in the spirit has tremendous freedom and yet tremendous resilience. When you build your life with your own strength, you have no choice but to build a small life no matter how big you are. Uh, compared to God, it's very, we are very small. So the uh, the kind of life we build with our own, own strength is we have no choice but to live a small life. And also that life's future is precarious. But with the Spirit, your, your future is still unknown, and yet You are in good hands. You know that you are in good hands of God. So you may not know the future, but you have confidence because you are in good hands of God. My friends, work hard. Live diligently. But... Don't try to control that. Don't try to control that. Let the Spirit guide you. Scared to do that? Try. Let the Spirit guide you. Let the Spirit mold you. Let the Spirit shape you. You'll find new dimensions of order. If you live like this in a very small world when you surrender yourself when you let the spirit guide you all of a sudden you'll be taken to the another level another another dimension of joy. You will struggle with life I mean how can we live without struggle? There will be always struggle in life. Every day is a struggle. Every week is a struggle. Every day something else uh, uh, happens. We cannot live without struggle. But I hope that. I hope that your struggle is not the struggle that tries to that tries to hold on to something that you cannot hold on to. That's a meaningless struggle. Don't let your struggle be the struggle that tries to hold on to something that you cannot hold on to. Let your struggle be the struggle to let go. I know some of our members have a financial problems. They struggle so much. If they try to hold on to something that they cannot hold on to, then that person would perish by now. Let it go. You have a grudge. You have hatred. If you don't let go of that grudge and hatred, you can never forgive. Jesus said, forgive each other 70 times 7, endlessly. Sometimes you worry about your children, even that. Let go. I've experienced that with my own children. I had a moment of very uncertainty about their future. I remember, I leave them in your hands, Lord. Let go. Surrender to the greater power of God who brings wonderful things to your life, you'll find the peace, you'll see the Kingdom of God. Jesus said to Nicodemus this, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the Kingdom of God without being born from above, without being born again, without being born of the Spirit. When you let the Spirit control your life, you will see the beauty of life, joy of life, freedom of life, and you will see the kingdom of God. You know what kingdom is? Kingdom is not a place, nor a time. Kingdom is God's reign. When you completely let yourself And then, let God, when you completely surrender yourself in God's hands, that's when the kingdom of God gets established right in your life because the kingdom of God will reign in your life. I think that's a secret Jesus taught us. I think there's a truth that Jesus taught us. You have tremendous desire to control within you. Like a little children, so scared, security blanket. You have tremendous desire to control because you're scared. Why don't you let go? That's what it means to go up. And it's experience how God will lead you. And definitely that will be better than what you experience. The more and more you will experience tremendous joy, freedom, vision life has to open up don't close it it has to open up and only spirit can burst it open and then you can come out confident Celebrate Life is to be enjoyed. Life is to do something you truly desire to do. Life is to discover God's amazing plan for all of you. Let us live big life, not small life. God come up on you, melt you, mold you, fill you, and use you. Maybe we need to surrender ourselves and let go of a few things that we hold on to because of our fear. This time, let us have the opportunity to let go of the things that we so tightly hold on to and let the Spirit control you and guide you and lead you.